this is just a temporary pause, take stock to implement the learnings and come back stronger. And I think sometimes in life, you need to do that. Whatever stage of your your life you're in, whatever part of your life that might be, sometimes you need to take a reset, take a step back. And that's what we decided to do with the podcast. Everyone has ambitions. To start their own business, to lose weight, to launch a podcast. But for most of us, those ambitions are still on the to-do list. We'll get round to them one day. But some people overcome procrastination. That thing you'd love to do, they knew the risks, but said screw it, and just did it anyway. On the Screw It Just Do It podcast, I'm on a mission to answer one simple question. How do you get to where you want to be? Joining me are inspirational entrepreneurs, sports stars, entertainers, and authors who took the lead. They became the people they wanted to be. They did what they always wanted to do. In this series of revealing, challenging, and often surprising conversations, they might just help you discover how to do it too. Welcome to another episode of Screw It, Just Do It with me, Alex, and my very special guest this week, nobody. Nobody, you say? Well, there is a very good reason for this, folks. That after 314 consecutive weeks of releasing an episode on this podcast, I've decided not to quit, but to take a break. And there's a very good reason for this, which I'm obviously going to share with you. So last week, I attended the podcast show in London, year two, and It was fantastic, absolutely fantastic, really enjoyed it, and I'm going to share with you my top five takeaways from the podcast show. But there was one talk in particular that I attended with a friend and colleague of mine, and this particular talk blew both our minds, and we had so many light bulb moments that we've decided as a collective, team behind the show, myself being the host, to take a break, to rewire to reconstruct the podcast and come back stronger than before. I mean, look, I first recorded the initial episodes for this show back in January 2017, released them on May the 16th, 2017. So we've literally just celebrated six years of Screw It, Just Do It. Just had another two episodes since then, including this one. And look, This has been amazing and I want it to continue, but I want to implement the learnings that I took away from the podcast show. And the only way to do that is to really take some time out and build out systems and processes, reach out to the guests I want to have on the show, want to go all in on video, which which we have been recording since January of this year as well. We just haven't released them yet. We haven't launched our YouTube channel. So all of these things have been bubbling away behind the scenes. And I think the way to do it is to take a short break. How long this break is going to be, I can't tell you. I'm saying a month, so we'll start again in July, but it could be shorter. It could be a little bit longer. It's 100% not permanent. This is just a temporary pause, take stock to implement the learnings and come back stronger. And I think sometimes in life, you need to do that. Whatever stage of your, your life you're in, whatever part of your life that might be, sometimes you need to take a reset take a step back. And that's what we decided to do with the podcast. 
And look, 2019, we've got the podcast to number one everywhere from the UK to Uganda. Podcast is still downloaded in over 180 countries worldwide. And we've just decided that now is the time to do this. Okay. The marketplace has become a lot more crowded. There's some amazing podcasts out there. And we want to take the learnings from the show and implement them for you so you have a whole better experience from this show. So, as I say, 314 consecutive weeks of releasing at least one episode, because we used to release two. There used to always be a solo episode to go with the interview episode. And this is temporarily the last episode. And then we are going to come back stronger very, very soon. So look, I wanted to share with you my takeaways. The event, the talk that that we attended, which I'll share with you, was a talk from the teams behind two podcasts, two of the most successful podcasts in the UK. One is my favorite podcast, the High Performance Podcast. The second one is the team behind Fern Cotton's Happy Place Podcast, which I used to listen to, haven't listened to for a while. But they talked about their shows how they've got teams of 10 to 15 people behind each show. I believe Stephen, star of the CEO, is 20 to 30 people now. And that's just one show, this bigger team. I mean, my agency looks after a number of shows, but we don't have anyone assigned, not one person individually assigned to my podcast. And that's about to change. And I hate the phrase, I'm going to take this to the next level, because what does that mean? You know, what level are you at? What level do you want to get to? We want to have a really good look at this podcast and work out how we can improve it, how we can make it a better experience. And we had massive light bulb moment during this talk from from the guys and girls running these two amazing podcasts. Okay, so our five podcast show takeaways for you is first one is what is a podcast? What defines a podcast? And not just from the individual talk we attended, but this was a continuing theme throughout the two days because the lines are now blurred. Podcasts aren't just an audio conversation. It's video now too. And you still got audio-only podcasts. I listened to Holly Tucker, previous guest of the show, talking about that with Spencer Matthews, whose podcast is video. This podcast has been audio for six years. We've recorded lots of videos. A lot of them have been on Zoom. So that's not the kind of quality that I want to put out as a video podcast. But we've been recording a lot, well, all of the in-person interviews that I've done since January on video in the same studio as the High Performance Podcast or with my team on the road in our guests' homes. And what's interesting here is, you know, podcasts are very emotive it's long form content. It's a long conversation. You're able to go into depth. You're able to draw out the detail from the tone of voice to now with video, body language, facial expressions. So it's the perfect platform to house emotional content. Compare it to, say, the short, snappy photographic form of content you'll see on Instagram, for example, or short written quotes on Twitter, or manicured, produced visual video content on YouTube, etc. Podcasts are now very much on their own league. The differentiation is purely from the nature of the podcast, what you decide it's going to be. Is it audio only? Is it audio and video? And again, as I mentioned before, what is a podcast? Is a podcast just a show? 
And you look at something like, and it came up in every single talk we did, Dara of SEO, Stephen Bartlett's podcast, my first ever guest on this show, gets referred to all the time. And that is a show. That is TV quality show that happens to be on YouTube. And Stephen controls the narrative. It's his show. If it was a TV show on the BBC or Netflix, he doesn't control the narrative anymore. He's in control of the narrative. He's in charge of the community. He decides how to grow that community, what content to give that community. And this is pretty damn powerful stuff. So video, YouTube, should we go down the route of video as well as audio? And I've been battling away in my head with this for at least two years, possibly more. And there's a bunch of considerations to come. And we listened to the new head of YouTube in the UK, been in, her, in the job for four months. I've got her email address from her. We'll be contacting her again. But, you know, a few things to consider if you're thinking about this as well. is to think about your audience and would it complement your show? Who is your audience and what is your content are, are bigger questions for you to consider. Two is, do you have the capacity? Do you have the time to focus on the thought behind it, the short form clips to complement marketing the resources you know the, the equipment that you're going to need you know we we have all those things in-house because of because of the clients that we look after some are audio podcasts we look after some are video three is are you doing it because you think you should because everybody else is doing it that's something that i've thought about and that's not the reason i've decided to do it i'm doing it because of what i picked up last week which just underlined a lot of the thoughts that I already had, a lot of the learnings that I already had out there. Are you comfortable in front of a camera? Because it definitely will affect the overall feel of the video, which could make it a success or not as successful as you think it's going to be. Because you do add a video element, it does change the dynamic in an interview, which is one of the points Holly Tucker was making. And look, beauty of social media is you can always just experiment. And that's, again, one of the big takeaways was, you know, put something out there, gauge the response, use the feedback to inform your decision making and go again. And that's definitely what we're going to do when it comes to screw it, just do it. And Holly Tucker categorically says she will not do video. It's an audio experience only. She believes it takes away when you're looking at a screen. It doesn't need to be video too. Whereas Spencer Matthews, Big Fish, number two, entrepreneurship podcast by Andara, the CEO in the UK, said it doubled his audience. Easy. Spencer Matthews came from the world of TV, has a big following on Instagram, very visual audience. He's going to have very engaged on Instagram and TikTok, etc. So think about it before you make that decision. Point number three, my third top tip that I've taken away from the podcast show in London last week will be building a community. So things to think about are listener engagement, quality over quantity, and listener retention and loyal subscribers. The podcasts are a great way to build community, to bring your existing followers from whatever platform they're on, bring them onto your podcast platform, and continue to share your content, but in a different way, i.e. audio, potentially video if you haven't embraced that, potentially longer form if you've only ever put out short form content to your existing community, be that wherever they may be, Instagram, Twitter, etc. And, you know, attract a new audience on a completely different platform. You know, do your audiences, do your, do your communities already listen to podcasts? If they do, then why haven't you got a podcast? Because 
you want to give them content to consume in the form of content that they like to consume. So if they listen to podcasts, they watch podcasts and you're not giving them a podcast, then you're missing out massively. And over time, you know, you start to attract a brand new audience. You educate them about you know, who you are, what you stand for, and turn those into, into raving fans. If you've got a business, maybe you want to you know, educate that audience about the products and services that you have and turn them into buying customers. Okay, That's not the play here when it comes to screw it, just do it. You know, we've built a community over, over six years. The intention was never to make money from it. The money has just come through opportunity and as a byproduct. I think if you do set out with intention just to make money, then ultimately you're going to come unstuck. So building community is massive, absolutely massive. And that's, you know, resounding over the two days was how great an opportunity there is with podcasts to build a community. And that was definitely reiterated time and time again. So building and scaling a team is a takeaway number four. Both the High Performance Podcast and the Happy Place Podcast have got teams of between 10 and 20 people, 15, 20 people working individually on just one show. And for me, we don't have one dedicated person looking after my podcast. We have a team at my agency, Popreneur, looking after every all of our clients' podcasts and mine. And quite often, just because of the way it's it's been, my podcast is you know, the least thought about. It's, it's, a, it's a last minute thought because we're busy looking after our clients' podcast. And I don't think it's fair to put my podcast at the top of that because then, you know, our clients' podcast could potentially suffer. So I want to build a different team to look after my podcast. And that will start with one person. That one person could be part-time and we scale that to full-time. Then we take on another person and another person. But that's where, that's what, you know, one of my goals now is can aspire to build a team like the high performance podcast like the happy place like diary of a ceo and you know for me i can be involved or not as involved as, as i want to be uh, apparently fern cotton signs off on everything and is very much part of every decision literally from all the way through to approving every single social media post that goes out but a team supports you know reaches out to guests looks after the guests liaises and looks after the finer detail in that but it also allows more thought to be put into the recording time by having a team. Everybody is responsible for something from, from getting a guest, you know, liaising with them to get them there at the right time, have time with the host before and after the podcast to make them feel relaxed, to cement that relationship. When you, when you actually do meet them, find out how you can help them because by the end of that conversation, you, they're going to know, like, and trust you, I hope. And you make it a win-win. Because from a podcast host, you're always looking for great guests. If you're getting great guests, they're equally going to have fantastic networks who can recommend people to come on your show um, as well. So for me, excuse me, this is a massive goal for me, is to scale and build the team for this podcast to improve the experience that you get, to, to build the community that we already have, to do video as well as audio and start to build a new community on a platform that I've never tried to, to conquer before. Fifth takeaway is episode scripting and structuring. Okay, Having a word, word-for-word word script versus an episode structure and key talking points. But look, for me, it's all about letting the conversation flow. 
And I think you do need a structure there, but it doesn't need to be a word for word script with no opportunity for the host to inject their personality and the flow of the conversation as it happens. For me, the gold is always in the answer that the guest gives and the follow up question that I would ask. So a lot of new podcasters would go question one, guest gives answer one, they'd go straight to question two, get answer two. For me, as you know, if you're a regular listener to the show, I usually ask question one, get answer one, and then I'll go straight in with a follow-up question that's not on the script like, for example, so how did that make you feel? What did you do next? Something like that, because I've picked up on the answer, I am able to react in real time to affect that conversation. And that just comes through experience. So for me, it's it, yeah, it's it's breaking down the structure for each episode, breaking it down into like rough content pillars or topics that you want to cover in the episode, and allowing that to dictate the flow of the conversation rather than just sticking to a script. An interesting aside was from the High Performance Podcast, who said they had Johnny Wilkinson on uh, twice, and both times after the first question, he went completely off script, and the conversation went down a completely and utterly different rabbit hole both times. And they just decided to let it flow, to go with it. And it happened twice. Both times they've had him on the show, it's exactly the same thing happened. Johnny Wilkinson, uh, former England Rugby World Cup winner, if you don't know him. But very interesting that Johnny's got his own podcast. And I'd love to get him as a guest on this show as well. So, look, that is it, everybody. Not forever. This is just a short break while I take the time to recalibrate to reassess, to rewire and come back with a stronger, better podcast, a better experience for you all. I'm just excited, massively excited for the future. What I learned last week at the podcast show uh, totally, utterly blown my mind. And I really want to take the time to get this right. As I said, it's been 314 consecutive weeks without a break. So I hope you'll allow me to take a break. I'd love to know your thoughts. If you haven't already, please write a review for the show. I would love to know your thoughts. You know, what do you think about this podcast? What do you think about me taking a break? What guests would you like to see on the next iteration of the show? What would you like us to talk about on the next iteration of the show? You can always email as well, alex at screwitjustdoit.org. That's dot O-R-G, alex at screwitjustdoit.org. If you know already, you can follow me at Alex Chisnell on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, it's at Alex Chisnell underscore. So I always love to know your thoughts. I'm honestly never been more excited about the future of, well, the future in general, not just the future of this podcast. But as I say, the plan is to take a month off, the month of June, to come back in July. But it might be a little bit longer. It might be a little bit shorter. We'll see. We've already started working on the plans for the new rewired version of screw it just do it and i'm excited to share it with you when i come back very very soon so thank you so much for listening to this episode and any previous episodes please share the existing content that's there just share it with one person you know this show is free the plan is for it to always remain free and you know we grow through the the recommendations of people like yourself so if you could just send a link to this show to one other person and maybe share your your favorite episode then that would mean the world to me. So thank you very much indeed. We will be back very, very soon.
if you've enjoyed listening to this episode, can I encourage you to follow the show by clicking the plus button in the top right-hand corner of your screen if you're listening by Apple Podcasts or the follow button on Spotify and other platforms. It means you'll be the first to be notified whenever a new episode goes live. Did you know that nearly half of podcast listeners find a show through searching online? So if you've gotten any value at all, please share this episode with one or more of your friends and make it easy for them to find a podcast you think they'll enjoy. If you'd like to join the Screw It, Just Do It community, go to podpreneur.co.uk slash get in touch, sign up to our weekly newsletter and free resources. That's podpreneur.co.uk forward slash get dash in dash t-o-u-c-h that's podpreneur.co.uk forward slash get in touch 